podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 63 of a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. And it's kind of hard to believe we've done 63 of these. Uh, fuck, we got a quiz soon. But on this one, uh, we got two guests. First person we have is Snappy. He talks about a weird dispensary visit he had. We bring up our Patreon. I talk about having a summer spouse. Um, crafting Game of Thrones, Batman action movies. Uh, talking to your family, judo, uh, religion, KV, enemy of the podcast. Um, the Korean pop group, BTS documentary called the circus uh what is being offended books video games movies um all kinds of shit and then brad brad x is what i'm gonna call him right here um he comes on he's wanting to talk about some shopping cart etiquette because it's a fucking problem in america um and then we talk a little bit about driving and a little bit about some music uh thanks for checking it out uh let everyone know it's mediocre to average and they should also check it out What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, how's life, man? It's been interesting. All right. Uh, it always is. First thing that happened that was interesting this week. Yeah. I was on my way to my niece's graduation, about an hour away. I was like, you know, I've so heard Ardmore. about... Ardmore? Yeah. Okay. Long Grove, right. yeah. Same thing. So uh, I stopped at this dispensary in Davis because I heard it was pretty, pretty good. Right. I no sooner get out of the car, I get approached by this black construction worker or dressed as a construction worker. like, hey, man, I'm just looking to get some smoke. I'm from out of town. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. I was like, it's finally legal. I can't be doing this shit. And it was in a little parking plaza. There's cars and people around. Right. And I'm just like, I can't. I said, no, nah, man, I, I I can't. Well. I hate to be that way. but For sure. I mean, it is, it's weird because it's like, did you think he was like an undercover cop? No, but with that many eyes and... Right. But I'm just saying that can be a strategy. Uh, I remember in high school knowing kids that were part of that U21 program, and they would try to go buy underage, you know, buy alcohol underage, and they would, like, if they did, they were going to call the cops to rat out the store. And I was like, oh, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Y'all are ruining it for everybody. Um, but, yeah, that is interesting. I also think it's interesting because right now the big complaint about dispensaries is it so much more expensive than street prices? So um, interesting that somebody, and I get if they're out of town or whatever, parked might outside the a dispensary just waiting on people to get out their cars. Right. I mean, kids do that though for alcohol. You know, they're like, "Hey, man, if I give you money, we give me a six man." But pack. I mean, it's like the dispensary workers were watching me. This little convenience store people were watching. <laughs> so then when and you this could have been hanging like, around a minute. Right. Yeah. That that sucks for sure. Um, I will say real quick, guys, have the Patriots, patreon.com slash podcast. That's you, my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear. Um, and then also we have a Discord. It goes off in the Discord. We do a lot of conversation. It's mainly just me and Rusty discussing politics um, in random areas or just random thoughts, uh, but civilly. Like, I think uh, we, ha- we do a really great job of it's never personal or like. Right. I'm not like, hey, you fucking idiot, listen to this. I'm always, I don't know, like, we, we talk about it well. But no one else jumps in on those, so I'm like, 
what the fuck's up, everybody. Let's talk about a little music stuff, you know, that goes on, and then just general chats. And then, of course, we have the pot growing uh, whole channel for the co-hosts to come on here and talk about growing their pot. Powell showing off his six-foot-tall plant on there. and Asshole. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, well, he got his water right. I didn't have mine right. This is all water now. He's no yeah, yeah. soil, you know. He's uh, all well, about it. That's the thing on mine. I got two that's blowing up, and... I, I killed one on transplant because, you know, I'm a rookie. Right. And then the other three were in that original medium I bought. Do not use Mendo Mix if it's your first time. There's no nutrients in it. Oh, okay. It's good to know. So, well, learn, you learn, learn to move on. Powell, when he was down, he told me he just wants me to get my card so he can become my caregiver. caregiver yeah. And he's like, I just want to grow more. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't scheduled it yet or not, but um, anyway, let's see. What else can we talk about? I guess the thing that's changed most in my life is Koopy is now officially on summer break, which means soon she will turn into summer spouse. Hasn't quite happened yet, but most pe- people that are married to teachers will understand because uh, she's still de-stressing, I would say, from the year at the moment. But eventually she'll get to where everything's fucking great because she doesn't have to go to fucking work. She's still getting paychecks because she chooses the 12-month payment plan. Not saying she's getting paid for right now. You know, it's just right. it's paid out. Um, so anyway, eventually she'll just be all pretty chill and happy because she's just chilling all day. Right now she's been making fucking necklaces or something. So uh, Women you know, she, do get into crafts, man. My, right. my mom has a craft room you can't even get in, and there's crafts through all out the house. I don't know. I hope I'm not looking for that future. Uh, I feel like it's partly because I'm always in here making beats and podcasts. Like, I'm very creative myself, trying to get out there in the world. So I feel like it's like her. I haven't version. noticed it, but does Koopy have any hoarding tendencies? No, not really. I mean, just the books. On if the book so, cases. you need to nip it in the butt right now. For sure. No, no. We make fun of people that she knows that does. So Because my uh, mom, I am not looking forward to the day. See, we have this aunt, right? Yeah. We talk about <laughs> that's it's, I mean, it isn't past hoarders. There's different types of hoarders, but it's not clean necessarily, right? It's just like, oh my God, so much stuff. And you might be able to walk from room to room, maybe. Well, there's like a little trail, like yeah. itty bitty, like, as wide as one foot trail. And anyway, so because of that, and everyone I know knows of it, you know, right. even my best friends from college, like Powell went with me to see it, and so it's Koopy. So we can always bring that up, like, fuck, it's looking like that at house, you know? And then that's like a fun way of like, all right, let's clean up this motherfucker. Yeah, like my daughter, my youngest daughter went down to help my mom clean up for, you know, Christmas because she always wants to have it at her house. Right. And she never fucking cleans the goddamn living room, you know? Right. Cleaning the shit up. So my daughter went down to help her, and she had her. felt like I should have paid her good. Right. My mom, I will say, the, at least one thing I'm going to say. Actually, there's a lot of things I can say good about my mom, but the one thing I will say good about her on this one anyway, besides the fact she gives me money on the Patreon, is she always figured out a way, and I'm sure it helped having just one kid. Right. My mom said me, and that was it. She just, like, every Saturday cleaned up the house. And then it pretty much stayed clean until the next Saturday. Like, she just, I mean, like, every day she did laundry and dishes. You know, she'd do a little bit here and there to keep it going. But, again, there's only three of us, so it wasn't, right. like, a whole lot. Um, but my mom never was, like, the, I never saw her, like, working her ass off cleaning. But our house was never dirty. So, like, she just had a really good system. And even now, she's like, well, how is it so hard? And I'm like, fuck, it sneaks up on you. Like, after a couple of days, I'm like, shit. I know my wife. I guess I need home. to help the wife. This needs done, and this needs done. Right. Um, so yeah. again, the summer is going to be great. A lot of that stuff I won't have to see. 
um, for the summer. Not saying like that's the way it should be, just saying that's the way it is in my house during the summer. Is there's you know like for instance, all throughout the school year, I'll I'll do my own laundry. Not every week. Sometimes Coopy would do it or whatever. But like I probably won't at all the summer. Chances are, because she's yeah. just here and she'll be like, oh, she did. Hell so, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's a thing that if you aren't aware of, summer spouse. Typically, it's a real term that people use for their teacher spouses or whatever. Um, I know later this week I'm going to talk. I'm having Wyatt on as the plan to talk a lot about Game of Thrones. He's the biggest game of like book Game of Thrones fan I know besides myself. And uh, so I don't want to get in too much. But were you happy? I saw a lot of people were really happy with the finale. No. I wasn't happy with the whole season. Fuck to me, throw it out. Right. And I'll just a little preview of what my thoughts I'm sure will be in a few days when I talk to Wyatt is sure the final episode was okay given what they had to work with with all the episodes up until then. But it's about the whole final season that's shitty. So I see a lot of people being like, Well, Dexter was a worse finale. And I'm like, sure, maybe that one episode was worse than this one episode, but the final season wasn't worse than this final season. People, like this whole season's fucked. People, the last episode of Sopranos was worthless. See, I've never watched the it, Black but Out. I've heard I've heard of it and I've heard like Bill Simmons, John listen off his podcast, and it that's like a thing he talks about all the time, right? It was like one of his favorite shows. And I still think of like, oh, I bet that would have been cool. Right. And a lot of like Powell, he brings up Lost. And I remember even then I was in the minority because I was like, okay, I'm fairly happy with Lost. And it's weird, but I'm okay with it. Right. But people were like mad. So I get it that uh, I'm just that person that I'm going to think Game of Thrones final season ruined it. Like it just was the worst. Um, and I think I'm going to rain it as my the worst finale. Yeah, they season. built it up and were like, oh, we're going to have these long episodes. And, and they just wasted gave it. Gave all this pump about it. And then it was just like, are you kidding me? It's just all wasted. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'll probably get into it more later this week. But I figured you were on, on board with me there anyway. Um, another quick pop culture news. Uh, Robert Pattinson, I think that's his name, the guy from Twilight. He's mm-hmm. going to be playing Batman in the new Batman movie. Now, I am someone who I really, really dislike Twilight, and I'm not a fan of Batman. I just don't, I never liked the character all that much. I think this is perfect. Like, I'm way gonna, I'll probably see this because I looked at the pictures of him, and I've seen him, his other movies besides Twilight, he's really not that bad. Twilight just has this weird, like, let's take a three second gap between every line thing it does that I'm like, I can't watch this. But he's been okay in other movies he's been in. So I'm like, I really think this could fit really well. I don't Who's know. the last Batman? Uh, ben Affleck. That, oh, that's right, because that was the meme I seen when it's like, when you lose your job to Robert Pattinson. Right. And so anyway, I have high hopes. And again, I remember when everyone thought Heath Ledger was going to be a shit joker, and then that turned out pretty decent for, you know, everyone. So I'm just going to predict now, I think it'll turn out well, Robert Pattinson is Batman. I think he's young. You can grow with him. Uh, I think it's way better than taking some. Why are they ben still Affleck. making Batman's? I don't understand. Because Marvel just made the most money of any movie ever with Avengers, and so Warner Brothers like, well, we got DC. Well, the last few Batman's have been terrible, in, uh, my, in my opinion. Right. Well, the and the Superman. Like I, a lot of people liked Man of Steel. You know, the Superman movie. I could not get to. The, I've tried to watch it four or five times, and I fall asleep in the middle every time. I think that was Batman Begins for me. Right, and then Batman Begins, well, agreed. Batman, that trilogy, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, everyone loves it, but me and you are definitely in the minority of, like, fucking snore fast. I think I think Heath Ledger was good in the second one, but... Pretty sure I kept falling asleep, and I never did watch it all the way through. Right, I personally don't think it's a good sign if I fall asleep in an action movie. So, um, 
you know, like Captain America 2. I remember being like, fuck, this is so boring. Like, I fell asleep during that movie. And I was like, so I just think that's, like, the one thing an action movie has to do is be able to keep me awake. Like, I can't go for right. a fucking dip. So, because your story is normally not good enough. You got to have just fucking explosions and kick ass. And that's how you Hell do yeah. it. Um, kick ass is probably my favorite action movie in the last 10 years. I fucking love that shit. Um, do you have anything that happened this week? Not to, uh, not really to happen. How many salutatorians should there be? Uh, it's interesting uh, question. I remember when I graduated, we had like three valedictorians. No, we like, had we had one valedictorian, one salutatorian. It is first and second place. Right. There is no ties. Well, there is though, for us to were. If, if we had like four people with four point so they were all valedictorian. That how do you how would you break that tie? There was no said like my school did not offer AP classes, so there was no I had way. Ninety eight, you had a ninety seven. Fuck off. Right, I don't know if they can try that. What ended up happening for us is they just only two of them gave speeches because they were decent at it, and the other two were like, "I don't." Want oh, they to. only had one valedictorian, but this graduation I went to had four salutatorians, and every fucking one of them gave a speech. Damn, that's crazy. And I was told there's someone went to a graduation the night before they had six. Right. Well, I know. I what I always enjoyed was I'm technically got ranked third in my class, but four people were first. <laughs> and so I was like, "Sweet, I, I this was, looks really cool on my app, my application." I was eighth overall, but there was only eighty eight graduates. I mean, mine was like thirty kids, so like I needed that three to be like in the top ten percent of my class or whatever. Hell yeah, for like certain scholarships, and so it was cool the way they counted it. And I think they did it so that you would they we get scholarships, right? More salutatorians, more valedictorians. You write that shit down, you get scholarships for okay. it. So I really think that was the goal. But it is just uh, a sign of the times of, like, fucking you got to make all the parents happy. Like, uh, I don't remember the details, so I can't, like, write anything out. But I remember something happening, you know, here of one person didn't have the grades, right? There's, like, these certain standards for a national honor society. It's a big fucking deal. And this one person had the grades, and the parent complained and bitched their ass off until they changed the rules for the school system so that that one person... It's like fuck that, but Your then kid again, didn't do the work, right? And I just, I just can't stand parents. And again, I know I harp on this a lot, but I just see it all the time of this whole like I'm gonna be my kid's best friend sort of mentality of parenting these days. In which, again, I don't have a kid, you know, and I may someday, and maybe I'll fucking change my tune. I fucking love my dog, you know, way more than I most people do. So all maybe right. I'm gonna be a fucking shit parent too. But I just think that's a bad idea to be like we're best friends. Right. I don't know. But maybe I'm weird. Also, don't talk to my parents near as much as most people. And that, I guess, seems weird. Like, And I feel guilty about it. I have a friend of mine uh, from my graduating class, and his mom died, right, like a year ago or so. And it's like the saddest fucking shit. And he's like, and they were really close. You know, they were always really close. And I feel like a dick because I don't, I don't ever fucking call my mom, right? Like, she called me last night. I was like, shit, I haven't talked to you in a while. Everything good? And I'm like, yeah, I've just been uploading beats for four fucking days. And that's all my life is. And it's really because my life's boring. And I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. Huh. But I know some people call their parents just to shoot the shit. But I don't shoot the shit with well, anyone except this podcast. We'll call, well, I'll call mine to arrange dates. And, you know, I'll try to call her every couple of weeks. But sometimes I'll slip up. Right. And then she'll call me. But she'll want to talk for an hour. I don't have an hour. Right. See, my mom used to call me like every day or try to. Right. And eventually I was just I would just quit answering every other day. And then she got to where she understood. And now she'll call me like once a week now. 
and I'll try to answer, but half the time she calls the middle of us recording, and then I forget to call her back, and I'm like, oh, shit, mom. But, again, I try to not feel bad because it's not like anything against her. It's just like, I'm fucking boring. I, go, I don't like, like talking on the phone, first of all. Right. I agree. I'm not a, and if my mom texted, we could text, but she doesn't. Oh, I can't I can't do my mom's texting cuz like what is W A T? She still spells wrestling R A S L I N. It's it's I can't do my mom's text. Right, I got to read it phonetically. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then and then when I do text people, I'll get these goddamn emojis. I don't know what they are, people. Well, I know what? an eggplant means they want the dick. So if they're giving you eggplants, no, they no, want the so dick. They, they can keep their eggplants. Okay, I'm just saying. My dick has the sheath. <laughs> it's good. Man, speaking of this graduation, I've seen, some, I've seen a few things. So they had it in this gym, you know. They usually double as an auditorium like most people. Right. And they got bathrooms when you walk in. But I guess they had bathrooms back on the other side, too. This motherfucker's giving a speech up there, and someone sends her a little fucking four or five-year-old, and all you hear is that fucking blow dryer in the bathroom. Come on. Right in the middle of this speech. That's great. And you're just like, you couldn't have told your kid not to use that bathroom? Right. But if it's a little kid, they don't know. They're dumb. But I, they should have totally been saying, because, you know, my kids at that age, they don't really leave your sight. Right. You know That's the thing. It's probably should be on the parish that went with them. Right. That's probably the... The better boy. Um, I also saw, I'm not even sure there's more of this graduation, but I saw that uh, you shared your video from Judo. So, you know, we have some new listeners, kind of, you know, Brad, uh, who we talk about, you know, be on the end of this podcast, possibly, most likely. And he hasn't, I don't think, listened like the old episodes. But he, when you first came on here, you were really into Judo. And it was like a thing you did. And then you had this foot surgery. And then that kind of took you out of the Judo. Um, but where are your plans and what's up with the Judo these days? I plan on going back. I've been lazy. Okay. All right. There's nothing other than me just being flat fucking lazy. I figured that was it. At first, my ankle was hurting, but now my ankle's kind of backed off a little bit. Right. I could go. It's just making time, and I, I just have, I just been lazy and making excuses not to go. All right. Well. I want. I want to go because I mean, especially you- if I'm fucking gonna sweat this much at fucking work. Right. And you got to you got to be ready uh, to become a deadly weapon, judo. Oh no! I, I did see KV enemy of the podcast is starting private fighting lessons or some shit. So, dude, uh, enemy of the podcast. Yep. Uh, he don't listen anyway. No, fuck him. Uh, I so I did see him working out, and he was like jumping up and hitting his ball back. He looked pretty badass because right. well, I, doing- I always sucked it. Chin-ups or right. pull-ups. He was basically or... doing pull-ups, but then using a hand to come up and punch a bag. No, he was both of them was off, wasn't well, At the beginning, both, and oh, then okay. at the end, it was one. Uh, but yeah, it looked fucking difficult, but fuck and him. KV is ripped. Fuck him, that's what I say around here. But that's also because I know he ain't going to punch me. Well, so. no, nah, he's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> but what the deal is, is we're not really religious on this podcast, and uh, he uh, he's a man of the cloth, I believe, or trying to be. Right, but honestly... And I think we did a really good job. Like when Rusty was on here, Rusty is. I don't. I really try really hard not to even bring it up personally because it just doesn't come up in my normal day to day life. Um, I don't judge anyone. I think, on average, people who are religious have good morals and they're good people. Um, I think they try to be, but what gets held against them is the thousands and thousands of years ago when you know churches were burning people and stretching them. Right. Well, to me, it's just more of I. 
regardless of your religious belief or any belief system, hypocrisy is something that I just, I enjoy pointing out. So like when someone's like, oh, we're against gay marriage because of Leviticus. I'm like, in Leviticus, it also says two cloths used together in clothing you shouldn't wear. But right now you're wearing a cotton polyester blend. You should burn that shirt and take it. Like, I just can't not think about that. So those are the times I get in trouble. But I've also gotten really good at not bringing up anything like that to people anymore. I want a, a question answer. Maybe Rusty could answer it for. I've been meaning to ask him. Like, I think me and you've talked about it. When people die, people's like, oh, they're in a better place. No, 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 they're not. The Bible says they're sleeping in the ground until, 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 until God comes back. Until Jesus comes back. Right. My honestly, my biggest uh, pet peeve about religious uh, folk is that all of them believe that when someone dies, they grow angel wings and turn into an angel and now live in heaven. No, they're the in the ground to sleep. That's what the well, Bible I mean, says. Yes, there's that part we just mentioned. But to me, the biggest thing is angels are not dead humans. Angels are a separate species that God created separate from humans like they're just like i don't understand how we ever got there and i again this doesn't even really have to do with religion this is just more of like how did humans what when how did that happen it probably started with guardian angels people making that up you know right and the honestly even the wings i want to say it's not even described the way we draw them and stuff but then again we also use uh the son of one of the popes as our picture of jesus now so like i know a lot of stuff like got converted you know right it's morphed into what it is over the years but again i try not to bring up religion on here because i feel like it'll make people dislike us more um yeah. to do we it we rarely talk about it so that's so I, but that was the only thing i happens. could think of why K- kv keeps no showing I, well i think he kept no showing because he's just a flaky person that can't make plans and stick to them um unless it's him running up and down the street or doing mma stuff which is fun that's his passion I just felt a little annoyed that he hit me up about wanting to hang out with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, would you be down to a podcast? We could do that. And then he was like, yes. So to me, I'm just annoyed. that Just don't fucking do that whole part. Right. I sit here right every day and don't fucking hit anybody up except the people that have been on this podcast. I'm like, hey, you want to record a podcast? And if anyone wants to hit me up, they can. Uh, and that's about it. Like, I'm just not a social person, so... It just seemed weird. So anyway, that's why he's in yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I coming over here. I go to work and uh, pretty much hang out with my kids, which my oldest son started a job yesterday's first shift. Hell yeah. He started at Brahms, you know. This one right here or the other one? That's where he went in to get the thing and they have this number you text. And then you fill out your information from there, you know, like one line at a time. So basically your information is in by the time they're ready to hire you. Within an hour, the other Brahms called him. Oh, right on. So... That's cool. Uh, the other one, I remember thinking the burgers are better, but we have two Brahms in this town, for anyone that's curious. Uh, but one's across the street from my house, so I I do like that one. But they have a lot of younger kids, so it works like You can walk across the street, man. Yeah, I do for the grocery part, but not to get, like, real food or ice cream because I just say walk, stay in line, have to walk back with it. So I'll just uh, go through a drive-thru because I'm right. lazy. Um, this week I saw – an episode of Colbert show in which he had this Korean pop group called BTS on. And I don't quite get Korean pop stars. It's a whole phenomenon that's just lost on me, right? It's something I'm not, I don't experience. I don't know really shit about Korean culture. I'm sure you don't as well. <laughs> you don't no. seem like the top that would. And it's like their take on boy bands, right? And, but the, all the, 
But like at least with boy bands, it seemed like they were like they wanted to fuck, right? You at least were like they're trying to fuck all these bitches, these boy bands. Whereas in the Korean boy band, at least when I saw BTS, it's all like they're all about being innocent and cute and silly. Like I don't it's just fucking weird. It's just it's a weird thing that and like people in the crowd were just fucking screaming, you know, like they're the goddamn Beatles. And I was like, I don't understand the appeal of the Korean pop sensation. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I don't get it. I should maybe try to look into it since I'm in this music making uh, business these days. It doesn't but, sound interesting at all. But it's uh, like I said, it's basically them trying to mimic uh, the boy bands of America. But it's like hyper as fuck. Like you know, it's like it's like that on acid. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Lots of lines and shit. Um, and then like all came out. And there was like eight of them. There's like a fuckload of them. They were like. My name's C. I'm the cute one. And I'm C. And I'm the cute one. And they all call themselves the cute one. And it was like fucking weird. It was just weird. It was weird. So anyway, if you went out there uh, in our Discord or just a fan that wants to email us, uh, let knows about the Korean pop culture and what I'm missing, let me know. Because I was confused all week. That sounds confusing as fuck. It sounds weird and twisted. And I was also very, very into uh, the shit on... It's on PBS, but I watched it on Netflix called The Circus. It's a two-part documentary series, total four hours, and it's just about the fucking history of the circus. And if that wasn't the most fascinating thing I have watched in the last however long, wow, it was fucking great. I, I didn't first of all, I didn't realize circuses fucking existed like during the goddamn Wild West times, right? Like fucking eighteen sixties or some shit. And I guess it makes sense when you start to think about it. But like you know, and their fucking train cars are just being made, and they're taking trains all over and doing shows. And then you just see some of the fucking stunts these fuckers are doing because they're, you know, captured on, like, super early camera shit back mm-hmm. in the day. And you're like, fuck, there's, like, no safety nets. These motherfuckers are crazy, and they just had to because what else are they going to do? They're fucking circus people. And anyway, it's really fascinating. Um, if you have four hours to kill and just want something interesting to watch, The Circus on Netflix by PBS, great documentary. Hell, yeah. I got a three-day weekend coming up. Right. And it was just definitely one, like, I didn't expect it to be good. You know, I put it on at night because, like, I'll just go to sleep or whatever. Because that's what I do. I put it on a lot of, the, like, Mysteries of the Museum and all those dumb shows on there. And then it was, like, two hours later, and I finished the first episode. I was like, fuck, it's past midnight. That's what I thought I was going to do with the Ted Bundy tapes, and then I got interested. Right. And then one said they had two of them that came out at the same time, and one of them was trying to make that motherfucker sound like he was set up. Oh, really? Interesting. Or he was telling him basically his side. Right. Well, you know, his pornography ruined him. That's what the whole thing was. Uh, all right, I have two things about offensive stuff here, so I can I'll bring these up together. I didn't realize this. One, do you find the term, or who the fuck finds the term, cracker offensive? Because I saw some people on the internet, not like our friends necessarily, but like there was like a thing on the internet, people screen captured it, to where like people were acting like, genuinely upset and offended they were called a cracker i've always laughed right i've never thought of as being actually anything it's like honky right i don't know i just don't think of any of that as that's just like a funny word that minorities try to use to like get back and you're like all right but i don't know i just don't i've never thought of it as actually being offensive now i do think anything can kind of be offensive depending on the tone right i think like anything from saying uh boy or bud pal any of that could be like sound fucking degrading as shit if you have the right tone on it but you could say it in a good way and it would all sound great so i don't also think it's weird when it's like words are offensive because i'm like i don't know if that's the case and then my other thing i wrote here is just like what what is being offended 
because like everyone's offended these days, right on both sides, the liberals and conservatives. In my opinion, I think both sides get fucking offended about everything all the time. And I'm like, well, what does that even mean? Because I guess I literally don't ever feel offended. So like, if someone's like, oh, there was a bear vagina in this TV show out of nowhere, it offended me and my family. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, did that, you feel something? Yeah, what that means is uh, you're gonna go tell everybody and try to get it taken out. Right, is it? But like, what is you're gonna f- go try to run it for everybody because you didn't like it? Is it like a feeling of anger? Because I'm just trying to think. Like, um, maybe it's just being uncomfortable. Maybe that's all it is. Because I guess I have been somewhat offended if, uh, like, if you watch the American History X, right? I remember when I was a kid, I watched American History X, and you watch Edward Norton curb stomp that dude, right? And I felt so awkward watching it. Right, especially as like a young white kid, I'm like, oh fuck, we're, I the, have sw- we're the bad guys. I have swore to myself that I would never ever let someone curb stop me. I would take the gunshot. Fuck it. Right. Um. So like, was that movie offending me? Is that why I felt so uncomfortable? What- See, I would say that was making me feel something, and it was art. So I wouldn't say I was offended. And so I've just been obsessed this week with trying to figure out what do people mean when they say they're offended. I get what you're that- saying, and I agree. That's what happens. But I'm saying, like, what feeling are they trying to describe when they're saying they're offended? Because they'll be like, all these cuss words offend me. And I'm like, well, what is that doing to you? Like, your feelings are hurt? And then really, cuss words hurt your feelings? I, I, I'm just so confused. It's back to my whole, I don't understand why you can't lie in they court. They think, like, they have morals and don't use cuss words. Right. And They think people with cuss words don't have morals. And so the fact that you brought your culture into theirs offends them. See, and I get all the words up into offends them. <laughs> and I'm like, but what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. So anyway, who knows? I just know it's a hot topic word. Everything offends everyone. I still like mine. I think us rednecks go by necker. Right? My necker. That makes sense. Um, I mean, that way all the black homies could go my, you know, yeah. and then I could go to my friend, hey, necker. But I could see it getting out of hand real quick. Right, right. In the wrong scenario. For sure. Well, it's because everyone thinks they're super funny, and uh, a joke would definitely go too far. I personally am like, I know it's a hot topic, and uh, I have, you know, friends who would disagree with me. I kind of agree with Russell Simmons' whole take towards the end of his, I mean, I know he's still alive, but of you just got to stop saying the N-word. Yeah. Like, if you really don't want um, racists to call you that word, it would prob you would speed up that process by like let's eliminate that word from everyone's vocabulary. Like then just everyone quit saying it. Now I'm not saying you don't have the freedom of speech to say it. I'm not saying you didn't earn it by fucking years and years of mistreatment and systematic racism. But I do think that something's going to happen. Just like I think having a gay pride parade, you know, gets people pissed off that gay people exist. I'm not saying you don't have the right to have that. But it's going to come with some negatives of people remembering about it that day the and then getting pissed. The only problem I have with gay pride is they shut down the fucking streets and fucking everybody gets blistered and drunk and no one gets arrested. Why can't we have that for fucking normal people? We'll fucking block off three streets, let everybody right. go fucking... What's what they do for St. Patrick's Day for things, too, though? Like, Well, not in Oklahoma. Well, no, not in Oklahoma. I, don't, I didn't know we had a gay pride parade in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was unaware we had that thing I'll... here. But that's cool. Um... It is interesting, but then again, I remember when I bitched about parades blocking streets on this very podcast months ago, and I was met with, uh, well, if they got the permits, and they can block the streets, and blah, blah, blah. So, apparently, that's the correct answer to this, is, well, the gay people got the permits, so. All right. It's uh, all I, fine. I see, I, I see what you did there. 
Um, now, again, I'm I, all... I, I stand corrected. I originally am all for any streets being closed off for anything because I'm trying to drive places and do shit. And I get fucking pissed when it is not easy. Uh, that day, I think... I don't remember where I was going that I was all pissed about the church shit. Actually, I didn't have to go anywhere. It was people were bitching on Facebook about it, and I was in agreement that it is some bullshit. It's some bullshit that they just get to own the road once a week. Some bullshit. Churches. Anyway, try not, not to get on religion. Um, Aladdin movie came out this week. Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie from as a kid. Oh, yeah? I have zero interest in seeing this movie. The trailer came out, and I was like, this looks fucking shit. I, I will, I'll probably never see it, at least not for a very long time. Um, Bosh want to get on record as that. So if it turns out to be a classic and I'm wrong, then I guess I'm fucking wrong. But I just looked at it and was like, I don't fucking know. I don't I don't think it'll ever live up to my favorite Disney movie from childhood. So I'm just not even going to see it. That's where I'm at. You think on it'll it. ruin it for you? Uh, it's something that'll ruin it. It's just I've lately realized uh, I don't like a lot of stuff. I didn't like Game of Thrones because I read the books and I have high hopes. I didn't like Ready Player One. Same reason. So like anything um, that goes off the books never meets the book reader's expectations. And I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a remake that was like. Well, I think movie. Well, well, I think there should be different categories. There's like movie watchers and book readers, but you're both. Right. I'm not a book reader. I'm a movie watcher, so I enjoy the movies. But book, I can't imagine all that shit that they're putting in words like you can. I, I just can't do it. Right. Well, Ready Player One, I knew they had stuck up. I mean, I was on this podcast being like, there's no way they can do it, but I'm going to so watch it. So it's like readers way. may have a deeper meaning because they've right. got more describable words, details. Right. Well, you can do more. That's just, uh, for instance, uh, Game of Thrones, right? Early, early Game of Thrones season, uh, Barristan Selmy Lee, Joffrey kicks him out of the King's Guard because he tells him he's old. And it's all so he can set up a precedent that you can relieve some of the King's Guard so Jamie can get kicked out of the King's Guard and he can inherit King uh, Lannisport. It's like a whole thing. They, they can't leave out of the show a little bit. But um, he you know kicks Barristan out. And then in the book, in the second book, Daenerys, this old man just shows up and helps her out, right? But because you can't see it, you don't know that that's Barristan. Okay. Until like the end of the book, and then he like reveals and like, well, you're like, oh shit, right? And it's like a cool thing. But in the show, they could never do that because you would just be like, that's the same fucking guy, right? And so instead, he just shows up at the beginning of the next season. He goes, hey, I'm Barristan, and I'd like to be on your. And so you as a booker, like, oh, that sucks. They didn't get to do the core reveal, but they couldn't have. So there has, sometimes has to be some weird uh, trade offs. Me and the wife have been talking this week because you know, like, I'm a big I like video games a lot. At least I like to defend them against you know people saying that. They make people violent or they're bad or whatever, waste of time, all that shit. And I just look back to like my childhood and I think I would at least say I think playing a video game is better than watching TV. Cause there is some problem solving skills that are going on. At least when we were younger, you had to read. You know, you couldn't just fucking have it talk to you and stuff. So like there was some learning going on and you have to give it feedback and you have to do shit, right? right. Whereas in like a TV show, just it does it. Regardless if you do anything while you're sitting there, it's going to keep going and show you the story, you know, or a movie. So, um, you know, a lot of people are just like, kids shouldn't play video games. I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I think maybe the, you should have them guided and you should make sure they're not playing certain ones maybe or whatever but i think there could be a lot to be learned through video uh, games i like my oldest son play what he wants and he's probably the most respectful at all of them right and i was definitely more like like my mom did not like i could watch radar movies forever like i don't remember a time in my life where someone told me you're not allowed to watch a rated r movie 
And I've told the story before on the podcast, I'm sure, but there was a small place called Video Attractions. You rented movies in my hometown. This dude named Mark rented it. I remember going and renting Hellraiser. This is the day I realized I was allowed to rent rated R movies from there. Because me and my friend Jonathan went to rent it. And Mark just goes, do your parents let you watch rated R movies? And we said, yes. And he said, okay. And from that day forward, we were allowed to rent rated R movies. We were like nine. Or however old I was when Hellraiser fucking came out on VHS. And I fucking hated Hellraiser. I was like, oh, this is not for me. And that's, I guess, I've never been into the dominatrix stuff. I'm always like, from afar, it's like, looks, I guess, kind of interesting. But I just said something. It's just not me. You're right. It's just not my fucking cup of tea. Yeah, we couldn't watch nothing with cussing or nothing. Yeah, see, and my, we couldn't my, even watch The Simpsons. I remember being probably ten and going to Walmart, and I've told this shit before, I'm sure. And my mom bought me Austin Powers right after a game on VHS. I never heard a better, you know, saw in theaters. And then Revenge of the Nerds, the first one. Oh, and hell. I just fucking watch Revenge of the Nerds nonstop because there's so much nudity in it, right? Yeah. And you're like, I'm a little kid, and I never was like, my mom never. I'm sure she's seen it. She graduated in like fucking '87 or something, or '88 or something, right? So like. That was like when the movie came out. I'm sure she was aware of the movie. We're going to my friend Deuce's house, and we just watched Porky's all the time. And it was like... Porky's was a kid movie, yeah. That was definitely things of like... you. There were just boob movies. There were movies you watched for boobs. Um, and that was the thing you had. Like all the National Lampoons. Van Wilder was definitely... It was great, but it was also... It had nudity, so that was cool. Right. Um, just a different time. Nowadays, these kids in their fucking internets... We didn't I, have it. My like daughter that. showed me a Shia LaBeouf video yesterday. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I saw you share a link, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> you should. It's it's fucking weird. Is they just do this fucking scene about Shia LaBeouf and just making up shit. It's 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 funny. I like Shia LaBeouf. I always like him because of even Stevens. Um, and I thought he takes a lot of shit just because he was uh in a shit Transformers franchise. But I mean, he was just getting paid. Can't yeah. get mad at that. So, I had rabid children wrote down, <laughs> but I do not know what the fuck it was about. Dude, that happens so many times where I just write down like two words. I'm like, I don't know what that means. I fucking now. how can I not remember what rabid children was? Uh, I, I got rabies maybe or fuck. I don't know. Act you. It was it was crazy. I'm mean, I just looking through my notes and I'm like, rabid children. All right, where was I going with that? And I'm sitting over here trying to think while you're saying your spills, and I, I just I can't get to it. I will say, this is coming out on Memorial Day, so happy Memorial Day. Hope everybody's enjoying the day off if you have the day off. And um, this Friday, we will have another music episode with Kurt Thiz and Skinny. So um, everyone check that shit out. And then this Saturday, we're dropping the first official beat of my beat wave that's going to go from, I think it's June 1st to November 5th. I will have a beat every day. I will let everyone know. Here's some behind the scenes. I fucked up and skipped July 4th on accident on my note taking. And so I don't have one scheduled for July 4th. But I'm going to try to work on dropping something on July 4th to make up for not having a beat that day. I don't know what yet. Um, But all my beats I'm uploading now. I'm like halfway through. It's a really fucking long, slow process. Um, But if people want to buy my beats or just listen to them, give me listens and, and support, uh, they'll be on YouTube and my beat stars page. And I'm sure I'll link that up on uh, y'all got to get some big old round titties. In yeah. There. Big old round titties is the first one I've told people I'm good. I will give, uh, it's free download for nonprofit use, or, uh, I could get you a free non-exclusive unlimited lease for no money. If we work out some like distro kid split, 
right, where I can get some money on the back end if they, like, they upload it and people happen to right. like it or whatever. Um, but that's my goal for any rappers out there that want to make a song about some big old round titties. Thing is cool. And Powell even heard it and he goes, Oh, Snappy killed it. Like he thought like you fucking rapped on it. So a lot of people <laughs> think that. I don't know why. No, okay. I, I think it's so obvious. I was, I, saying one of my, I was saying one of my dumb shit on the podcast and Mo fucking clips out. Mo done all the work on that. I just said it and he's like, Oh, that was cool and snipped it out. Right. And, and he, he put a, it together. I have another one. I may have played it on an episode before on the like the end of one where I where I said, You want to talk about some drugs? And I'm thinking I'm pretty much just fucking quoting Pineapple Express, uh, but I put that on a fucking beat. And I don't know if I play it at the end of one or not. I feel like I have. So, Like, I sent it to my brother, and he's like, oh, man, you need more uh, verses in there. I'm like, it's a hook. Right, it's a fucking beat, bro. Of course, I didn't know what a hook was until last year when you told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to make uh, we're gonna get a whole record label going. I know Skinny... He comes over here and listens to the beat. You can tell he wants to rap real bad out loud. And I and like Skinny's progress in the last year of the podcast. Yeah, uh, he I'm, went from. I don't want to be mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Know, yeah Skinny's one of my great friends, uh, but he said something about my last EP show made him want to open up more something like that i ain't trying to put words in his mouth because i also want to say like i'm the reason he's fucking talking more but yeah he definitely has opened up he realizes it's not hard no one fucking cares we don't have listeners there's no like we got cameras on us right um so yeah our 37 listens a episode right this fucking last week was way worse so uh we need y'all to fucking pick it up just find one person to share the podcast with and then make them fans. I dropped the ball this week, dude. I reached out to Amanda Corwin, uh, who I mentioned last week, mm-hmm. and she listened to the episode just because I was like, hey, I shouted you out. So I guess the new strategy is I have to fucking reach out to people that I manually shout out every episode and gain one fan a fucking week that way, which seems like a horrible plan. But uh, that we might I, start it. I dropped the ball in advertising our podcast this week. I did not ep- share one episode, I don't think. I'm sorry. I will say Powell's episode was short, but he's so fucking high. Um, and it's not that he's it, just high. It's that like... Say I didn't listen to ours. I didn't listen to that. I mean, I'm in the middle of Music 12. Right. And you'll catch up. But I, I do want to defend Powell a little bit because some people, uh, you know, say like, fuck, he's like super... <laughs> he's like kind of fucked up on that. He was just happy to be here, though. Like... It's hard to explain, but Pow Wow is just a happy, giddy person. Like, he's an adult with a kid-like energy when he comes. And it, it fucking throws you off, right? When you're not used to it, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? I won't lie. And uh, so when he was here, he just was like, woo, I'm in the house. What up, Coupe? What up? Like, he was just fucking excited as well. So it was like a mixture. And he admitted on the podcast he had been smoking, right? Yeah. Um. So it was that. But that isn't typical Powell. He was also just giddy and excited to be here. He's always been kind of giddy. Ever right. since I've known him, he's always like, as soon as you see a big old smile pops up, and he's ready to go. Right. He's all smiles all the time. Um. Anyway, so I just wanted to throw that out there that he was that is that was just Powell. It wasn't like he was acting like that, and that's high powwow. That's just powwow is what I'm trying to get at. Right. Like the weed didn't affect his personality on the episode last. Last <laughs> Wednesday, so, I don't think our listeners give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think many do. I, um, I think most of them pretty much expect y'all on the music to be lit up, right. Y T, and for us to be half-ass uh, medicated. Now, Powell's music episode has been recorded. I haven't mixed it yet because he recorded one of those as well, and we done all Jack Daniels 
shots. So oh, that was, white chocolate. You're right. And so that was fun. Uh, Dude, I didn't I, get that drunk, though. So There you go. We don't like five shots. We're going to have to have a white chocolate. Ooh, I don't drink much. Though. I know. Uh. I, well, that's the thing. Is, and I was like, let's do another one. I don't even fucking feel it. And then Powell got to stand up. He goes, you should stand up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. So anyway, uh, we got to get off here because I plan on having another person on. And uh, anyway, tell people about the fucking podcast. And then we're going to see if we can get a hold of Brad. All right, then. Peace. Peace. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, we're joined by Brad. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? So uh, we have a very important reason you're here. Um, I mean, we can talk about other stuff, but I know that you've been preparing all day, uh, maybe even longer than that, for this very epic topic that you really need to share with the world. So I felt like my podcast was a great place for it. So I thought we should just get straight into it. Well, you know, I'd I'd like to start off that I hate that I even have to do this. Right. You know, right. The card etiquette has just it's gone to a whole new low. And and I've noticed this more and more throughout my years. But I mean, I I, I just bought a house. I've been grocery shopping more. You know, I've been hitting the aisles and fuck them. Fuck these people. Right. And just to be clear, this is shopping cart etiquette is what our main topic is. In case anyone missed that. Yeah, you you might have to keep me on track because. Oh, you're fine. I, I I'll probably start rambling. It happens every um, time. And you know, shopping cart etiquette. It's kind of like the abortion in the room. Like nobody wants to talk about it, but it's a serious matter, and it <laughs> and it needs to be talked about. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, one of the number one issues for me is, uh, you know, people with the stopping in the middle of the aisle talking your fucking sh- your shopping carts cocked in the middle nobody can get through you know two people especially either side nobody can get through there it's it's bothersome and especially if you're just on your cell phone just not paying attention to anybody you know it's it, maybe it extends to grocery store etiquette but you know i digress um you know furthermore choose choose a side to go up and down you know what i mean there's it's pretty simple. I think, you know, I, I, I personally treat it like a car. I think you should always just stick on the right hand side if you can. Um, yeah, you know, it, it makes sense yeah. to do it that way. It's it just, otherwise you end up, you, you know, I always end up making S's up and down the aisles, you know, and I, I, I know sometimes you forget things, you know, and you got to go back and you're just running up an aisle real quick, but still, you know, keep be mindful of others. You know, right. you're not the only one shopping. You know, that's always an ongoing thing. Um, I guess to go with that could be, you know, people not looking when they're fucking turning these corners. You know, they just fucking go like they're the only ones. There is no right away, you know. So just we're all adults here. Proceed with caution. Right. <laughs> you know. I agree. Um, And I think what I find interesting is I grew up in a really small town, so this wasn't ever a problem. Like, there wasn't that many people at the grocery store. But now, you know, I live in, like, a college town, so there's there's quite a few people. 
And it's ridiculous. And I go Sunday mornings while everyone's in church to try to limit the number of people that could possibly be there. Um, and something I don't know, you may have this on your list. I know you have ex- extensive notes uh, is now that like I go to Walmart because they're cheap um, and they have this thing where people order online now. Right. And then they can go and just have the groceries brought out to their car when they pull up. But there now there's Walmart workers who are pushing around these shopping carts that aren't shopping carts or like these fucking huge eight foot pallets that they just put, I see like they put food on and then like they take up so much room and there's so many of them around that it's like way worse than it ever was because of those people. Like somehow people not coming in the shop has made it worse. You know, and, and there's chains like Aldi's or, Aldi, I don't know. Apparently, they yeah, don't put a mess one. at the end. It's kind of weird. Uh, they're different. Whatever. Fuck it. They they put quarters into, and, and that kind of works. They they put a quarter into the uh, shopping cart. You know, you put it back. You get your quarter back. Usually, you just pass it along to the next person. Whatever. You know, but a lot of places they have ample amount of cart racks. Right. Uh, whatever you want to call them, collection points. And, you know, nobody see it. I've seen them so many times, countless times, just right fucking next to the thing into a parking spot. Oh, yeah. Like people just definitely abandoned their shopping carts. Yeah, it's, you know, they walk around. They could go back. Oh, there's fucking little Debbie's on sale. I guess I, you know, double take that walk all the way around the store for those shits. But you can't fucking take your cart back 20 yards. You know, it's shout out to the cart wranglers. For sure. Uh, now, I do think you can go too far. I remember when I was in college, I wor- I knew a guy who used to be one of them. So when he would go, he would go out of his way to collect like the 12 carts in the parking lot for the guys. And I was like, dude, come on. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like we'll put up ours because we're decent people, but we don't have to waste time gathering all the other ones. So I'm just saying some people go too far above and beyond. I mean, my wife thought I was crazy because I had the idea of maybe buying a pickup truck for the specific duty of collecting carts from shopping from uh, parking lot to parking lot. You know, yeah. When I was someone in, needs to do this dirty work, Mo. I feel you. When I was in high school, I stole a shopping cart on a school trip. Uh, I don't remember where we were at, like a Brahms or some shit. I don't know somewhere that had a shopping cart, and we threw it in the back of the school van because it was like robotics club and just nobody knew. And then when we got home, I pushed the shopping cart home and then I spray painted it gold. And I fucking loved it. I just kept it in my front yard. So I think it's a fun idea to steal some shopping carts. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It went to a good use. Right. We used it in like a little short film that a friend of mine made. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's been in many, many jackass episodes that I've enjoyed (laughs) throughout my years. You know, the shopping carts have played a. We we don't respect the shopping cart enough, right? You and know, then, not to sound like Jerry Seinfeld, but well, I you know, know one thing you you did have on your list, and I do agree, is when you get the fucking squeaky wheel carts, fucking worst. Yeah, everyone's staring you know, they at hire you. Tons, like so many times, I've gone through and people are just like zoning out. I mean, I've worked at one. And it's how it was. I was just stoned, zoned out, fucking, you know, moving product to the front, making sure the labels show. Instead of having four or five people fucking doing that at one time, 
Fucking send someone out with a can of WD-40. Boom, no more squeaky wheel. Yeah. Fucking fix it. Get, get a screwdriver, whatever you got to do. Sounds you like know, you were management wobble. material. Maybe of the car. <laughs> I mean, the, this this has been a thing, like I said, that, that I've noticed more more throughout my life of just, you know, people people not knowing how to properly operate a shopping cart. You know, and it's it's to the point where I'm starting to think we're going to start needing licenses, you know, maybe like turn signals and blinkers and horns and shit. You know, I, I don't know. But I've run into so many old people's carts just this fucking week. And I mean, I go to multiple stores. Some are smaller than others. The, the one store I can give a pass because the aisles are pretty small and the, you know, the neighborhood's pretty reckless. So no one really gives a shit. They know. And, right. But these other ones, they're bigger chains. They have, you know, three lane aisles and somehow two motherfuckers are taking up the whole thing. I just don't understand. It breaks my heart, man. Yeah, it's very important. Definitely an important thing to bring up and let people know. Uh, I remember as a kid going to a Kmart and I think Kmart's don't exist anymore. If I remember correctly, they went out of business completely. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't fucking know. Um, the one by just shut down um like last month couple months ago okay so there might be a yeah, few I'm pretty sure all right so there might be like a maybe a stray here or there i don't know but i remember they had like a, a right away aisles like they had like a red line for the main aisles and those would be the ones that would have the right away quote unquote and i remember thinking as a kid it made it much more sense i don't know why their stores have not adopted yeah, that i don't see out of all the things kmart has done the blue light special in the the aisle runner tape whatever that is wonderful ideas that need to be taken into the future here target i'm looking at you you have red fucking everywhere yeah but red on the floor i wouldn't want to like emulate a company that's went out of business maybe that was really expensive to paint all the floors more expensive than we realize it could be that's true it's a lot of square footage right in these aisles yeah that's what i'm thinking um uh, is there anything where, oh, I guess the only th- other thing I have on grocery shopping etiquette, I guess, is something I do, and I think everyone else should do it, is when you make your grocery list, or even just if you go without one, you always start at the fucking back of the store. Like, you walk in, and you walk to the back of the store, and then you go from the back to the front. And I think that's the way you should do it, personally. That's how I do it every time, and I just see people all the time People just jumping around all over the place, depending on what's next on their list, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, that's not the right way, man. Go, go to the fucking back, get what you need, walk, work your way forward. That's why the ice cream's at the front. Is so that's the last thing you grab. That should be your fucking clue. But no one gets it. <laughs> this is true, and that's another thing that they should maybe implement is just little fucking maps of where things are along the way. Like you are here, fucking cold stops this way. Go there last. You know, right. It's like Long John Silver's. They make you know there is an entrance door and an exit door. And because of that, their line flows efficiently. You know, and it's funny you say that because a couple of the stores I'm thinking of, whenever you make a right or a left, it leads you to the cold. But all the warm is in the center. Oh, really? So I wonder if there's a point to. I haven't I haven't thought about that. It is interesting. Something else for the uh, the old agenda. Right. You don't meet too many grocery store experts. Uh, <laughs> I'm still putting my uh, sciences together. I got I got my guys doing the math, trying to find the correlation here between 
you know, bad shopping cart etiquette and bad driving, you know, the evidence is almost everywhere you look, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to find hard evidence so I could bring this to light. Right. I mean, I think it would probably be for me anyway, my shopping cart driving is probably closer to like my grand theft auto driving. Like if I see a lot of people, I just take an off aisle. I'm like, I'm going around all this. And I don't really do that when yep. I drive necessarily, you know. When I drive, I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck in traffic. <laughs> like, I don't think about about all that. Um, but that does lead me to one thing. Take we don't have to. Tra- we don't have to get into it a whole lot. But you have just recently got your license as like an adult person. So what's that like? Uh, it feels kind of weird because I'm an adult. You know, I'm I'm 30, about to be 32 in August here. So. You know, all my life, it just hasn't really been a thing. I haven't really drove, you know, underage drinkings and things like that in the past. And they built up suspension so long. I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it. I don't need it. You know, I could get around by bus everywhere I'm at here. I'm, I'm in a big city, medium, whatever size city, you know, it's big enough. And, uh, you know, but now that I've been driving, you know, for one, driving with music is incredible. You know, I... I <laughs> I, I don't know. I underestimated it as the passenger. Right. You know, but whenever you're driving and a good part fucking comes on and you hit the fucking gas, feels nice. It's a good thing. Uh, and, and my road rage is different. Like, now just, if anybody fucking beeps anywhere, I get instantly upset. <laughs> like, for, even if it's for a split second. Who the fuck is that? Like, it just, it comes out of me. I, I don't know. But that didn't happen as a passenger. But if you cut me off as a driver, I'm like, all right, he's just an asshole. But as a passenger, I would get more upset, and I don't understand why. Right. Maybe it's just because it's, I'm new and safer, but yeah. safety first, after all. And that could be – I mean, I get pissed off – I mean, I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I get pissed off like a lot every day uh, to where I scream, you dumb fuck. I, I just say dumb fuck a lot. Uh, that is just my go-to word. And no matter what, even if people make like the right call, if it inconveniences me – even slightly like you know they slowed down before getting in the turn lane which i'm like yeah everyone fucking does that okay. but i'm like fuck you so go the speed limit till you get in your turn god <laughs> you fucking dumb fuck like that's just how i am and then afterwards i'm like well i guess they were kind of right but uh in that moment everyone's a bad driver and then i also don't speed so a lot of people uh, past me and I don't speed because I got a lot of fucking speeding tickets when I was a teenager and then I just was like fuck it I cannot afford this this is so expensive and so that's why I just don't do it anymore but people pass me all the time and then I love catching up to them my favorite thing in the world is catching up to someone who passed you trying to be a badass I don't know catch why catch up on the light just right. made it far right I'm like yeah good job buddy you hit this fucking lot five seconds before me and then look where we're at and then they're gonna hit the gas again on the next one and probably hit another fucking red lot or you know or whatever uh so I'm one thing I'll announce while you're on here because you you're aware of it is uh we have convinced strong Maurice as of today of this recording that we're gonna release the always too high EP which is the strong Maurice a to the mo uh collaboration EP on the 4th of July. Ooh. So anyway, be on look fucking look out for that shit. For America? Yeah, fuck yeah. He's doing it for America. He wanted to drop it sooner, but I was like, no, man. Fourth of July would be cooler, I think. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't fucking know. Um, 
but it's pretty fun. The song he sent today, I already recorded another verse to it. Um, I really like the emotion we got going on. He's fucking so good at his EDM shit that I'm just like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. So anyway. Oh yeah, he's he's great. He, he's a great producer and everything you fucking guys are doing. You've been showing me snippets here and there and, and I'm, I can't wait for it. Right. Well, basically what I did was anything I rapped that was kind of on the sadder side, I've kept for my like what my EP I'm working on or whatever. And you've heard all those too. And then all of them that were kind of hype and had some energy, I sent to him. Or like more or less my rules I was playing by. So I forgot that I recorded some of this stuff and sent to him. So like today when I heard that, I was like, oh, I can't, I forgot I recorded this hook. And so that was interesting because I wrote it a long time ago, but I never recorded it. I didn't think, but I was like, oh shit, I recorded that. Awesome. So anyway. those are sometimes the songs, the ones you forget about, you know, and then you come back to later and you're like, oh shit, we need to use it. Well, and honestly, just so everyone out there knows the, the hook's very repetitive and dumb. You know, I say, fuck with me, fuck with me. Ain't nobody fuck with me. And I just basically do play off that for a while. And I actually wrote it when I started watching the TV show Atlanta. Cause I fucking love that show. And the main song that like the guy blows up on, uh, called Paper Boy go is like Paper Boy, Paper Boy, I be getting Paper Boy, and so I, that was just stuck in my head, and so I was like, "Fuck with me, fuck with me, ain't nobody fuck." With. So I wrote it to the beat of the Paper Boy song from Atlanta. Um, all right, man, is there anything else you need to talk about before we get off here? Um, I guess that's all. Uh, I get when when's uh the mu- next music spinoff come out? Uh, we have a music spinoff this Friday. Um, after you know the of this releasing and then we'll have that's may 31st and then we'll have another one the next friday so we'll have two music spinoffs the next two weeks i know you're on the one on may 31st i think i believe yeah yeah i don't know if you sent me one for the one after that or not but for sure may 31st when you are which is episode 13 definitely i'm always looking forward to the music spinoffs yeah they definitely get more listens and uh the music's really good I feel like the whole shtick we have of getting drunk and uh, just being dumb and listening to music is fun. Oh, no. I hit up some people today, more people, about sending in music, trying to get some new people on, uh, grow the community. But, oh, also, uh, I'm sure I've shouted out in this episode earlier, but you should think about our Discord. Uh, Brad here is a very active member in our Discord, and it's fairly fun, or I'd give you something to do throughout the day. It does. I mean, time I wake up, if I got a gift to send or some bullshit to spew, I just spew it in the Discord. Yeah, and then people give their take or whatever. Or like today, if you were checking out the music thread, you know, Strong Maurice sent the early listen of what I was just talking about, you know, one of our songs or whatever. So you could have checked that out. So it really is some uh, dope shit if you're a fan of this podcast or just want to be part of like the little weird music non-music people community we got going on i enjoy it anyway so oh and then uh this yeah, I like it. it's an- saturday uh big around titties drops on youtube and that is starts off my i'm gonna start releasing beats for like 23 weeks or something so yeah anyway yeah i like some big old round yeah oh, and- that's very important guys I've I've wrote on the description of the beat or whatever that uh, we'll give 
free non-exclusive deals if uh as long as you give me a 50 percent cut on distro kid um i will agree to letting you use that and uploading it and then everyone can have their own version i don't give a fuck um i feel like that would be really fun so if any rapper out there wants to do a version feel free i feel like that'll be awesome snappy would love it i know that or collab i'll i i do not if I got two verses, but I could definitely do a verse if anybody wants to collab. Right, and honestly, what would be really cool is if people reached out and all wanted to just do one verse, and then we could just put it up, you know, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that could work. We could do like an eighteen-minute big around titty songs. <laughs> remember back in the day I was when like, like thirty-five. Remember back when they uh, used to do that? It'd be like there's twelve rappers on this song, and it would be like an eighteen-minute fucking remix. And I'd be like, well, Ludacris and Lil Wayne are going to be oh. my favorite verses. And I'd wait till I got to them. In fact, I really enjoyed them. There's like eight in the middle that you Right. It's like, God damn it. I don't know who these guys are. I remember that was back when like uh, Papoose, everyone thought he was going to blow up. And then it just never happened. And he was on like a bunch of those remixes for a minute. Fucking rap music. Oh, and then we haven't mentioned it. Uh, exact. I mean, we have hinted at it but you do rap under the name bradster x um so people should go check out your music um if you would like i could play one of your songs at the end of this that's normally what i do of people that are on here and i have music to play so i might choose something uh and i do need to let you know maybe when we i get done recording this i might try to record something to the the one song you sent me with the open verses and see what oh, happens yeah I forgot I sent you that. All right. Um, I've I was working out because you know I've, I want to respit my my mixtape resin hits on beats that that I own or for projects currently on good mics and everything. And so there is a song yeah. off of that's like for the ladies sort of song. And I was just gonna respit those verses on the beat, and it works. It's just you know you're doing like a very '80s thing, and then I'm just coming on like rapping normal. So I'm like I don't know if that works or not. But we'll see. We'll figure out something. It might be a good contrast, you know. Right. So I'll at least spit and send it to you and see what happens uh, if I can, you know, this evening. My wife's out at the moment, and that's when I can normally record stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I wanted to bring up uh, I'm one half of Brad Sorex and Coop. Um, there's been a lot of – whenever I first started, I was just Brad Sorex, so a lot of my pages just say that. Uh, but – majority of my work at least in the past two years here and you know hopefully in the future if he's down is uh, uh with coop so i just want to you know it's under brass rex and brass rex and coop if you want to go digging yeah and uh i know just a hint at the episode coming out friday kurt fizz really enjoyed coop's hook on the song coming out friday he was like so impressed and he was just like brad sucks coop's the best so just like <laughs> you know that's where it goes <laughs> He made the song. Right. Honestly. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good for sure. Um, and that's where that contrast comes in with him singing. He's he's usually the the hook guy, the the vocalizer, where I just come in spitting my aggressive, angry shit. Right. Um, I'll try to choose a song that has both of you that I have on my computer. I'll figure it out. I'm trying to think what I haven't played or have. I guess I've only played Bad Trip on the normal one, so... We'll see. We'll see. Um, but all right, no man. Doubt. You got anything else? Uh, no, that's all. 
All right, man. Well, thanks for being on. Um, you you always share the podcast and shit. So that's always appreciated. I don't know how the fuck I'm trying to pronounce words. And, um, yeah, hopefully we get more people to listen and shit, you know, it'd be awesome. Oh, no doubt. I'll, I'll be sharing this and I'll slowly pan the camera over to my face. Yeah. That's my, I like that. Like I do. Go to move. (laughs) All right. Peace, man. All right, man. Later.
remember keep it up keep it up keep it up i might be feeling bad but keep it up keep it up keep keep it up